You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. claim to be an expert in Bible memorization, but I can tell you this, my entire life I have worked at it. I'm trying to hide God's word in my heart that I might not sin against him. You can memorize the Bible. You can. It's not that difficult. And tonight we're going to look at how to memorize the Bible so we can claim the promises of God I want you, as you turn to Psalm 119, I want to tell you a story. It was June the 14th, 1883, Akron, Ohio. It was a hot, humid day. Robert and Edith were walking. They were walking in a place, what was called Sunrise Meadows. A stream was to their left. As they walked, they heard a whimpering sound. They heard that sound and they looked and it was a little puppy apparently trying to cross that stream what had been somewhat dammed up. There were a lot of branches there and somehow the dog must have, little puppy must have slipped and got caught in the branches crossing the stream. They took him home, they rescued him and they called his name Trap. He was trapped, so they called his name Trap. Hold that story, if you will. Psalm 119, verse 11. Let's read verse number 11 together. Psalm 119, verse 11. Ready, begin. Thy word Book, and I want you to see the song, please. Page 389, 389. And as you get there, excuse me, 300 and um, I have the wrong page number. I don't know why I have the wrong page number here. Would someone look up for me? I apologize. Thy word have I hid in my heart. I don't know why it's the wrong page number here, but someone's looking that up for me right now. What is it? Three, what's that? I can't hear. I got someone. 386. I apologize. 386. All right. Uh, 386. Look what the Bible, the songwriter said Thy word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path alway, to guide and to save me from sin and show me the heavenly way. Thy, and here's the scripture Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee, that I might not sin, that I might not sin. Thy word have I hid in my heart forever, O Lord, is thy word, established and fixed on high. Thy faithfulness unto all men abideth forever nigh. At morning, at noon, and at night, I ever will give thee praise, for thou art my portion, O Lord, and shall be through all my days. Through him thy word hath foretold, the Savior and morning star. Salvation and peace hath brought, 
to those who have stayed afar. Thy word have I hid in my heart. The word hid is a powerful word. The word hid, it just simply means a secret place. A secret place. And so in Psalm 119, thy word have I hid. It means we take the word of God and place it in a secret place. Well, where is that secret place? Thy word have I hid. Where's the secret place? In my what? The secret place is the heart. And I know this is our physical heart. But where is the heart, which is the emotional center of man, where is the heart located? Not the physical heart that pumps blood. Where is the, the heart located? In the mind, in the brain. We've heard it for years. Our brain is somewhat between two and three pounds. It looks on the outside of it, if you were to scale, pull back the skull, it would look like a walnut on the outside of it. The brain is divided into three sections. One of the sections of the brain is called the heart. That is the true place of man, the place where man knows about himself. No one else knows. We, we know, we always refer to the heart here, but really the heart is here. We sing, how about your heart? Is it right with God? Have thine affections been nailed to the cross? Is thy heart right with God? The heart in this text is called the secret place or the hiding place. Read the verse with me. Shall we read it again? Verse 11. Ready? Begin. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I may not sin against thee. Now the word of God is to be hid, tucked away, embedded in a secret place, and it's the heart, it's the mind. God wants us to memorize the scripture. You know what happens in life if we're not careful? We go through a adversity or a trial and we search the Bible saying, I need some verse to help me. But the reality is there should be so much scripture hidden in our heart that immediately God begins to flood, flood our mind with that which is already up here. I recall when I would travel a lot and, and uh, Mondays and Tuesdays and preach, and I always would, if it was Los Angeles, I'd always drive to Los Angeles. Now I fly to Los Angeles, but I used to always drive it. And I would drive it because Tuesday night, I would get finished preaching about 8.30 or 9 o'clock, and I want to be at the bedside of our on Wednesday morning. And so I would drive home through the night. I could do so very well because I was fired up from preaching and excited for the first three hours. But after a while, that road got monotonous and it got wearing on me. I can recall, and I'll never forget, God gave me a message. I hit San Jose about 4 o'clock in the morning, maybe 3.30. And it's at the exchange there at 101 and 280 and 680 where all those roads come together. At that time, on four all Cloverleaf area, there was a billboard, a billboard, a billboard, and another billboard. I'll never forget that night. I was, saw those billboards, and they were lit up, and it just sort of woke me up. 
and I was sort of just dragging, and, and I woke up, I was, I was awake and alert enough as I was driving, and I saw one that was advertising smoking. It was Marlboro. I'll never forget it. The guy was on a horse, and a Marlboro, and then one for liquor, and then one for rock and roll, and one for gambling. And I saw those four signs, and I started talking to myself. At 3.30 or 4 in the morning, you have the right to talk to yourself. <laughs> and I talked to myself, and I said, why would anybody want to live that life? Smoking, drinking, rock music, and the lottery. Why would, I said, why would anybody want to live that type of lifestyle? Now, here's the danger. I started talking back to myself. You're really in trouble when you start communicating with yourself. And I said, I'll tell you why. And I gave the wrong answer. I said, they want that life, and it's not, not don't say amen, because it's not the right answer. I said, they want that life because it's easy. I remember at that exact moment when God, when I said easy, God gave me a message. It took me probably five minutes to put it together when I got home and I wrote it and I preached it around the country quite a bit for a little while. Because I said, it's not easy. God says the way of the transgressor is hard. I said, his yoke is easy and my burden is light. Sometimes, young people, I think we envy the guy that gets to do the drugs and do the smoking and do the drinking and do the rock music and do the gambling and, oh, that's such a good life, and that's the easy life. That's the hard life. Had a young man tell me today as I was talking to him how his 31-year-old mother died so many years ago with, uh, several years ago because she drank herself to death. That's hard. And it's still hard on that sweet young man that's a hard life. That's a difficult life. And I want you to know that we go the way of the flesh, the world, the devil. It's always hard. It is always difficult. I recall that I was sitting in the courtroom over here. Brother Wally Davis was sitting with me, and we listened to the sentencing of a man as he was sentenced. And he was taken off away and cuffed and taken to a prison, from there to jail, then to prison. And Brother Wally Davis, who's with the Lord, said this, Treb, I'll never forget it. We're on homestead at the court. He said, Treb, the way, he said, he said, uh, he said uh, 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 the way of the transgressor is hard. I'll never forget that. God put that verse and the easy verse together. God's way is the easy way. I'm glad God brought me that verse. How did I have that verse? It was memorized. Come unto me, all ye that labor on a heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. It's, I'm going to try to prove us tonight. It's not too late to memorize. You say, well, I got that gray matter up there and I'm old now. Uh, it's proven that that doesn't mean anything. 
if you will work your mind, you don't really lose much memory. And it's sort of like so many in our church, they have had blockage of the heart and the arteries are blocked. And our bodies are so amazing that many times when they get in there to do a stent, they realize that our arteries made new channels where they just automatically diverted it. And instead of the river going this way, it goes this way. And so it is true with our brain. Our brain, as we get older, can, does not necessarily have to deteriorate. Some are going to have dementia. And yet there's so many foods as you get older that if you would stop eating them, science tells us if we would not eat these types of food, I might give them to you tonight, uh, you'll slow the potential of dementia in your life. Because our body is made up of what we eat. And our blood is made up of what we eat. For the life of the flesh is in the blood. And so, for example, if I, I, just, I just thrive, let's say I don't, let's say I thrive on Coca-Cola. I have to have 10 Cokes a day, let's say. Well, my blood is going to be syrup. It's going to be full of sugar. And that blood makes up my oxygen. And that blood services my entire body. And because my blood is so tainted, they tell me if you put a, if put a 16 penny, I don't never tried it, maybe you want to try it, put a 16 penny nail into a Coke can, that in a day or two, the, the, the 16 penny nail will be gone. I don't know if that's true or not. I think you ought to read, say, well, I'm not, I'm not into Coke, I'm into Diet Coke. Well, read what they make Diet Coke out of. That's more dangerous for this right here. Or do we know what we're putting in our body? God says, I want you to put the word of God. And don't, don't give this excuse that we're, we're too old. Let me give you a quiz, then I'll get my lesson. I told you a story. Are you ready to take the quiz? Don't say it out loud. What was the date? What was the month, the day, and the year of the story I told you at the beginning? You have it? Can someone tell me the month, the day, and the year of the story? Real good preacher. You know why you can't tell me? You want to know why you can't tell me? Because you're lazy? No. Your backslidden has nothing to do with it. You know why you can't tell me? You've worked all day. I wonder in this room, how many have not had dinner yet? Would you raise your hand? I would say several hundred. How many of you have not been home, including our teenagers? They've not been, how many have not been home yet today? I'd say a good four or five hundred at least. Not even been home. How many have to say, you might even work at a desk like I do so much of the day or I meet with people at, at a desk. How many, how many have you, this is really the first time you sat down for the day. Whew. Let me see, it's the first time. Now you may have met the vast, many of you. See, I won't think that you're backslidden. But it's also my fault because I didn't transfer the story properly. 
The date I gave you was June the 14th, 1883. Can anybody, don't say it out loud, does anybody remember the city or the state? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, about twenty of you. What city was it? Akron. What state? What's wrong with the rest of you? I tell you, it's not a good memorizing time. And, and this is exactly, I'm a morning person. My wife is not a morning person. I love reading my Bible and, and walking with God and praying in the morning. She doesn't enjoy the morning as much. I just think it's a wonderful time. It doesn't make me more spiritual. How many of you like getting up in the morning? You're, just, you're a morning person. How many of you like to get up in the morning like about 12, 30 in the afternoon? That's exactly it. See, this is not a good time probably for you to memorize. Let me tell you a little bit more about my story. Uh, the, um, what, kind of, what, what season of the year was it? What kind of day was it? Someone tell me just out loud. What kind of day was it? <laughs> it was hot. It was humid, I told you. Uh, the man's name and the lady's name. His name was Robert. Her name was Edith. A few of you knew. Uh, they were walking in, what was the place where they were walking? It was a park called, I, I tell you, I have failed in life. I knew this would be exactly like this. You're doing, you're playing the game real well with me. Thank you. I, I know you all know it, Sunrise Meadows. And uh, there was a stream to the right. How many think it was to the right? How many think it was to the left? How many just guessed it because somebody else said left? See, I know how you do this thing. And there was a, a, a little cub that was stuck. A little lion was stuck there, right? A little puppy. And they took it home and they called its name. Wow, one thing you know. <laughs> one thing. Feel like I'm dealing with a bunch of morons tonight. And I guess you attract what you are. God says, I want you to hide. I want you to place in a secret place in your heart the word of God. Why? That we might not sin against thee. Tonight, we do not lose the ability. I brought with me an article, and there I have so many I could have brought tonight. But I want you to notice this. It says that Improving your memory, nine tips for boosting the brain power at any age, any age. And I won't read it all. They say you can't teach a dog new tricks. But when it comes to the brain, scientists have discovered that this adage is not true. Because you can get old. What we do is say, well, I'm getting older. I just, I'm getting so forgetful. No, you've always been forgetful. You don't even know your wife's birthday. But nonetheless, but we, we blame things so much. Well, I'm getting older. I can't think like I used to. That's not true. And if it is, you're going to have to develop this brain so that you can think and, and work at it. I will tell you, you turn age 59 and you sit on the couch 
and all you do is watch TV, you're going to go, you're going to have eventually dementia. You'll have all, and, I'm, and I know my mother's and dad both fought that as they got old. I know all that. And they're listening from heaven, but my folks were always so busy people. But as they got older, they did not walk. They did not ride a bicycle. They did not uh, do exercises. They became people that sat a lot. Always a joy to be, and they would sing and all that, but they needed to move and they need it to make motion in their life. There are nine tips that we are given here, and it says, number one, give your brain a workout. You need to and I need to cultivate by working our brain. It's a skill. It's a challenge. Teach yourself something new. Teach yourself at age, oh, I forget right now. It just came to me. <laughs> It just lost my mind. I, I, I never thought of this. Um, it was a Beethoven, I believe, at 75 that learned the violin. Now he knew the piano. Teach yourself, say, I always wanted to learn the guitar. Well, then learn it. Hey, you know, I missed it. I'm, I'm 70 years of age. Well, stop telling yourself you're old. Develop your brain, read, study. Learn a new instrument. Learn Spanish. Learn sign language. Uh, learn something, but develop that. Work your mind, not the remote. Secondly, we're told, don't skip physical exercise. Listen to this statement. Physical exercise helps the brain stay sharp, and physical exercise sends oxygen to the brain. And when we set off, when we, we set back the oxygen, and we we, tear, we 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 don't send oxygen to the brain, the brain is going to corrupt itself. It will deteriorate. And so, exercise. I, I just truly believe, and I'm not one. I don't like walking at all. But my wife's got a whip, and she gets me out. Of course, be Wednesday. We missed it tonight, but always two miles a night and we walk together. I have an app on my phone. My goal is 20,000 steps a day. I must admit, I rarely make it. But I try to walk my 20,000 steps. What is 20,000 steps? Is that five miles? How many? How many? 10 or 12, I don't think it's that much, but if he says, well, I like it, I'm not going to have to walk that much anymore. But, uh, but, but walk, walk all the time. And I cannot keep up with my wife. She walks a brisk pace. She just goes very, very fast. But it's good because you want to get your heart rate up. You want to get your heart rate up so you'll send oxygen to your brain and your brain will not deteriorate. Are you working? Are you doing? I'm not saying, now I know, I know it's a little different for me. I can lift 900 pounds bench press. I know that. I don't expect you to be there, but I expect you to be at least 500 pounds bench pressing. Let's do something. Jog in place. Do deep knee bands. Do something. But everybody ought to have exercise. It sends oxygen to the brain. Number three, it says here, and I'm not a good testimony of this, get your Z's. In other words, go to sleep. Listen to this. Try to be on a regular sleep schedule. Listen to this. 
And anybody that speaks about oxygen to the brain will tell you this. Avoid all screens at least one hour before bed. The blue light emanated by the television, tablets, the phones, the computers triggers a wakefulness. They suppress the hormones, hormones such as melatonin, which make you sleepy. Melatonin is a very good, uh, a good uh, vitamin to take to get you to sleep. But if we're not careful, we watch television or we on our computers or we're on our Facebook or whatever we're on and our bodies have not yet calmed down. You will begin to deteriorate your brain. Uh, number next, it says keep stress in, in check. Number next, make time for friends. Do you know that, and I know you're busy, but you know how refreshed you would be if you could come to this international dinner on Tuesday the 23rd? It refreshes you. Being with God's people, it, it, again, Sunday night, there's only about three or four of you families always left. Mrs. Treber and I are here, the last ones, and you're th here as well. We're not the first ones out the door. We like talking to people. We like the fellowship of people. My wife tells me all the time, we are going to the soccer game. You say, who runs the house? I think you know who runs the house. We're going to the soccer game. We're going to that wedding. We're going to Del Oso Farms. We're going last Saturday night to the college fall formal. We're going to these things. We're not going to get old sitting around saying, I don't feel well, Thelma. My back is hurting. Everything hurts on me. But it's going to hurt when I'm with friends. Or it's going to hurt when I'm on the couch watching TV. I want to be with people. I can't wait for the fall festival, November 2nd, Friday night, hay rides, the whole nine yards. I couldn't wait for Roundup Sunday. I got on that bull out there, and they were jerking me around. Had a good time. Well, how did it feel on your spine? Painful. But I was getting some energy to my brain. I, I, don't, don't act old. I turned, I can't believe it, I turned 40. So? I remember when I turned 80. Well, God bless you. You know, come on. And I'm going to get where I'm going. Next, it says if you're going to develop your brain, and, and keep your brain, have a laugh, 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 laugh. My wife said, don't you ever say this. So I'm gonna say it, because she's not in here, she's in the children's program. <laughs> I all struggle with sleeping, so she said, okay. She said it'd be rude to some of our people because so many of us are into this. She said, you know what you need, you need some Lavender, that's what it is. And I said, what? She goes, you need lavender. I said, what, where? She goes, <laughs> we la I laugh and laugh. I, I mean, you're supposed to have a belly laugh once a day at least. <laughs> I had a belly laugh for about maybe 20 minutes on this one. 
She said, if you're going to sleep, you put that lavender oil under your big toe. <laughs> I, I just cracked up. I said, now do I put it on the left toe or the right toe? She goes, oh, shut up. Now you're not supposed to say that word. The kids are not in here. We had the best time. <laughs> I cracked. I said, under my toe? And I said, what about behind my ear? She goes, that'd be a good place too. <laughs> I tried it, you know. But I'm talking about laugh. Some of you are so serious. You're missing life. It, it, it says eat right. You'll, you'll boost your brain power. I wish I had time. <laughs> back, going back to laugh. Spe hang around fun people. You know, I, I, I preached somewhere here recently in the last week in one of our chapels. Was the people I love, I love to be around at least once a day, chief rain cloud. I love to be around someone negative. It just, it's just so exciting for me. Everything's negative. I'm just cracking up inside. I feel like I wish I could laugh in front of you right now. It just, it's just all negative. It's all bad. The whole world's falling apart. It just everything is terrible in life. Bring it on. You're making my day right now. I'm, I'm cracking up. I'm going to leave here and get in the car by myself and ha, 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 have a good time. Your diet's so very important. And, and uh, a, a, a diet, things like, it, it says, it, you, you'll, you, if you're not careful, and we, we all love these things, I know, but you'll, you'll break down the oxygen to the brain with a lot of red meat and whole milk and butter and cheese and cream and ice cream. And it will increase, scientists said, dementia. Now you just figure it out. I do know we need to help eat healthy. I do know vegetables are good. I do know that produce is good. There's a lot of antioxidants in there. And you want antioxidants. In addition, they tell us that green tea is so very good, whether it is or not. It might be like lavender, I don't know. But I'm saying, and I'm saying, and by the way, that might be very good for you too, so don't knock it. I'm talking about the fact, Bible memorization. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. Psalm 1.1, his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law doth he meditate day and night. Joshua 1.8, this book of the law shalt thou meditate, and then shalt thou have good success. The word of God. And you hide it in your heart. Here's one way I, I'm going to give you, and, some, and I know I only have 11 minutes left. Well, I'm going to give you some methods that I've used in my life. I don't have a card on me right now purposely, but I, I'll make a card, and I've had thousands of these, where I'll put on the 3 by 5 card on this side the verse. And on this side, I'll put the text. So let's choose an easy one. John 3, 16. And on this type side, I'll put, for God so loved the world. We're told that you can memorize if you just will recite something short every day. I believe that if you'll recite John 3, 16, 10 times a day out loud, for seven days, that's 70 times in one week, you'll know John 3, 16. I know you probably all know it already. Do you take the verse you want to memorize? And if you'll just put it on a three-by-five card, and at the, at the stoplight, you pull it out, and you say, John 3, 16, 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. At, life. At the next light, you pull it out. John 3, 16. And be thinking what you're reading or saying. For God so loved the world that he, 10 times a day, seven days, 70 times, you'll know John 3, 16. Next week, add yourself another verse and keep John 3, 16 and just recite it periodically. And repeat it just by looking at the reference, John 3, 16. For God so loved the world. The next week, take, take John 3, 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And read that 10 times a day out loud. Uh, out loud. Uh, read, uh, read, you know a lot of verses in John 3. John 3, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Verse number 3. Verse 7, marvel not, I said, that you must be born again. You know the scripture, but you're going to have to have a method. Number one, you write it down, three by five method. Number one, to hide God's word through the three by five method. Secondly, uh, this is especially good in schools. And I've asked our teachers through the years to do something like this. I learned this from my pastor's wife when she was teaching us how to have backyard Bible, college, backyard Bible school. I don't know if you can all see it right there. But Revelation 3.20, say it together. Where's the reference? Say it together. Revelation 3.20. Revelation 3.20. Let's say it together. Behold, I stand at the door, and if any man... If we were teaching this in a junior church or a primary church or an elementary school or high school, we'd bring a student up and say, take off a word. Let's take off the word what? Knock. And so we take it off. Let's say it together again. Ready? Behold. Let's say the reference. Ready? Where, where, where's it found? Reference. John, uh, uh, Re Revelation. Behold. the word how about the word voice so now we have the word knock and voice off and we go again and let's take the word if off and we can go and just keep going and go and eventually you have it all erased if behold i stand at the door and knock if any man hear my voice know the scripture one the three by five something like this a chalkboard i literally i had special permission in college to stay up at night and i would take the chalkboards in classrooms I'd memorized for quizzes and tests on the chalkboard. I'll never forget using the chalkboard. And I learned my list through the chalkboard and I'd make up sentences and words and I'd take the first letter of every, if you want to learn, um, I, I taught our Sunday school 40 some years ago, the books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, General Electric, G-E, what's the next book? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Genesis, uh, Genesis, Gen, uh, General Electric Lights. What's the next word, book? Never, number, D, die. Say it together. General Electric Lights never die. What did we just memorize? G is for Genesis. And it, it just do things. I found that a chalkboard helped me so very much. Use a chalkboard at home or use something to write it down. And you can use computers nowadays. Number three, in memorizing uh, the Word of God, theme me memorization. 
uh, memorizing themes. How about, do you know a verse about heaven? Do we know? So take all the verses you can on heaven. You know John 14. Let not your heart be, ye believe in, believe also in. In my fathers are many. If it were not so, I would have. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, ye may be also. Uh, Jesus said in verse number six, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. That's all about heaven. How about Revelation 21 and 22? All about heaven. Do you have anything memorized there? How about the subject about peace? Psalm 119, 165, great peace have they that love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. How about John 14, 27? Peace I give unto you, my peace I leave unto you, not as the world leave I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. How about memorizing verses that deal with the, letter, the word peace? How about memorizing verses that, that deal with topics of like hell and service and trouble? Oh, you can get some good ones out of Job on trouble or the, uh, the, book, of, the book of Psalms on trouble or prayer. Men ought always to and not to. Luke chapter 18, verse number one. How about memorizing verses on grace? Do we know Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by are ye through, and then out of yourselves. It is the of God, not of works, lest any man should. See, you know that. You, 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 know, you know this. How about, how about, I call it shared location memorization. Let's start, John, let's get all the 316s you know. Do you know John 3.16? Just the first part, ready? For God so loved the world. But the truth is, you know another 3.16. You know 2 Timothy 3.16. All, see, you know that. Just by saying one, you probably did not remember it, but once I said all, you did. All Scripture is given by, of, you know that. How about, I think you would know this, we're sharing 3.16. John 3.16, 2 Timothy 3.16, Colossians 3.16. Colossians, let the word of God dwell in you richly. You know Colossians 3.16. You know Matthew 3.16. And when Jesus was baptized, and it, you know Matthew 3.16. So, so find text that you think, okay, this has the same reference text. You do know Genesis 3.16. I can't remember how it begins right now, but, uh, but I do know Genesis 3.16, and the Bible says, thy desire to, shall be to him, and he shall rule over thee. You know a lot of 3.16s. You might know two ones, or, or seven one. I know you go to the book of Acts, chapter seven, and you can study about uh, the life of the, those deacons in six and seven. And as they were consenting, Paul was consenting to the death. I suggest, share number next, train your mind, prepare your mind. 
Work your mind to get it in a mode that you're going to learn. Thy, um, thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Let, let the, uh, uh, Paul says, I think 12, 13 times in the book of Philippians, 104 verses about your mind and to be mindful and guard your mind and think on these things. How about what the Bible says in Philippians 2, 5, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be with us. Memorize that text. He gave him, made himself of no reputation, took upon himself the form of a servant. Made his like, like, work on your mind. Develop your mind. Challenge your mind. Uh, get some goals in your mind and work your mind. Number, number, number six, Bible memorization of passages. Uh, Psalm 1-1. You know Psalm 1-1 through 6. You know it. I know you know it. Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of thee, nor standeth in the way of, nor in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the and in his law doth he he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. You know it. You know Psalm 1-1. It starts the very first word with blessed, to make you happy. God says, I can give you a life that's happy. The last word in verse 6 is perish. We have a choice, a happy life. We make the call. I would say learn Psalm 23. You know it already. So the Lord is my, I shall not. You know Psalm 23. You know Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Knowing that the Lord, he is God, and it's he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. No tribulation passages. And after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude of all nations and kindreds and peoples and tongues. They stood before the, the throne and, 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 and were uh, and with palms in their hand and cried out, Who's are, who are these? And whence came they? These are they which came out of the great tribulation and have washed the robes. You know the scripture. We're just pastor. And God bless you hardworking people. People were lazy. We convince ourselves we cannot learn these things. But you can. How about Psalm 86? You know, I was talking about Psalm 86 on the radio broadcast recently. I don't know it because I'm a great Bible memorization person. It's Psalm 86. It's 17 verses. You know how I memorized it? I have a little New Testament that is in the door of my a little pouch of my car. And I have that New Testament there, and I take it to rest homes, and I take it to hospitals, and I take it for decades. It's fallen apart. The pages are falling out of it. And I'm not going to replace it. I just can, I can turn to whatever text I need to. I know the text. But I began 40 years ago. I said, this is going to be what I call my hospital psalm. Bow down thine ear, O Lord, and hear me, for I am poor. And holy, O thou my God, save thy servant that trusteth in thee. Be merciful unto me, O Lord, for I cry unto thee daily. I think of people that are laying in beds of affliction, and I read this psalm. 
For thou, God, art good and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee. In the day of my trouble, and as someone's awaiting surgery coming out, in the day of my trouble I will call upon thee, for thou will answer me. Among the gods there is none like unto thee, O Lord. Neither are there any works like unto thy works. All nations whom thou hast made shall come and worship before thee. It shall glorify thy name, for thou art great. Thou doest wondrous things. Thou art God alone. And that's only the first ten verses, but why do I know it? Because I'm so smart? No, I've read it so many times. And don't you feel like you're just rehashing? No, I, that psalm always comforts people in the hospital. It always comforts people on their deathbed. It's my hospital psalm. Now, I won't read it every day to you, but if I come to see you, I'll at least read it if you're in the hospital one day or longer. I'll read it at least to you once. How about getting some passages and commit them to memory? I know we're out of time. How about, how about Proverbs memorization? Proverbs is easy to memorize. Do you know Proverbs 3, 5, and 6? Trust in the, with all thine. See, you know, you probably, if you've been saved any length of time, a new Christian would not, God bless you. But if you've been saved any length of time, you probably know at least 100 verses. And you want to keep reciting those verses and going over. You know how the Bible begins. You know in the beginning God created the heaven and earth. You know that. You say, well, how's that going to affect my life? I don't know, but one day you might need it. And when you're in a moment where you need Scripture, you don't want to have to go like this. God will just bring it back to your attention. You've studied it. Number next, we're going to have to stop right here. Verses already known. You know some verses. Like you know John 3.16. You know Isaiah 26.3. And you know Isaiah 41.10. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed. Let me give the last one. Memorize unusual text. Do you know, do you know what Matthew 12, 34 says? Do you know what it says? I guarantee it, you know it. But you don't know it by Matthew 12, 30, I don't know it by Matthew 12, 34. It dawned on me one day. I like to claim one, two, three, four. Many nights, it just seems like I'll look at the clock and say, hey, one, two, three, four. And I always think of Matthew 12, 34. One, two, three, four. Now, it doesn't have anything to do with the midnight hour. Maybe look it up when you get home tonight. Look up texts like there's a John 6, 66. That's a powerful verse, 666. Chapter 6, verse 66. Uh, read up, read 77, 7 in Psalms. Read 55.5 in Isaiah. Just provoke your mind constantly. Tonight, I'm asking us to memorize the Word of God because wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereunto according to that Word. The power is not in our illustration about Robert and Etha, Ethan, who did I say? <laughs> Can't say her name right now. In Akron, Ohio, Ethan. The power is in the Word of God. This, this book is powerful. 
Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.